0: In a second, we're going to be chatting to Andy Townsend, He's BTE sport co-commentator. Very, very popular gentleman, we all know him. We'll be talking all things to do with the, the FA Cup. And remember the WhatsApp voice note number 060584250. It's a Wednesday today, it's a busy soccer night. And we'll keep you entertained, informed. Now, the situation, as far as the FA Cup is concerned, is that four has become two uh, with the Manchester City, as well as Watford down, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, as well as Wolverhampton Wanderers, respectively, uh, in this weekend's FA Cup semifinals. Now, the two uh, will now contest the 138th edition of the final when they meet at the Wembley Stadium on the 18th of May. All right, so we decided to... to Allow this gentleman to take us through (laughs) Uh, what what unfolded this weekend. And this is one gentleman who started his career at Welling United and then to Weymouth at the age of 21, signed with Southampton. And then going back to 1988, he moved on to Norwich City uh, before joining Chelsea two years later. And also 1993, he signed with Aston Villa and enjoyed four successful years before his transfer to Middlesbrough. Now, his final club was West Bromwich Albion, uh, where he retired back in the year 2000. He also played in two World Cups for the Republic of Island, none other than the great Andy Townsend good evening Andy welcome Rob how you doing my friend are you okay I'm very very strong how are you doing
1: yeah I'm really good pal thank you very very good I'm just walking do forgive me if you can hear any traffic or birds tweeting or whatever I'm walking along the uh, walking along the street very close to where I live where I live but uh, everything's nice here the sun's shining the weather's uh, the weather's uh, been good to me today, so all's good, pal. I
0: was going to say, I would welcome birds any day chirping. It just means a <laughs> sign of good life,
1: though, Andy, doesn't it? <laughs> it does indeed. You're right. You're right.
0: I think we've been focusing our attention on the FA Cup, and obviously its significance overall, and a lot of people would talk about, it. has it lost its thing, has it not? But uh, we've all established that it's, it's very difficult for something with that rich history. If I talk about 138th edition, it means there's something that's well, working there, Andy.
1: Well, of course there is. What's happened is because of the because of the finances now that are involved in in football in in the UK, it's become it's become further down the pecking order. It's in the list of priorities for the big teams. The priorities are now winning the Premier League and then and then qualifying for the top four to play Champions League football. That's where the riches are. So. So in that respect, uh, that's the reason why the FA Cup has always just gone down slightly down the pecking order. In terms of popularity amongst fans, I think uh, they've moved a lot of kickoff times, Rob. The fixtures are now no longer, you know, it's no longer set in stone exactly when you're going to play. Some are lunchtimes on a Sunday, some are mm. Monday, some are Tuesday, some are Saturdays. That, I think, has disrupted the, the kind of the FA Cup weekend feel a little bit back here, but but look, when we get a weekend like we just had, uh, and the drama that unfolded, particularly of course with, uh, you know, with Watford and Wolves, then uh, that, that tells you that the FA Cup is, is very much alive and still a significant part of our football calendar here.
0: And if you had to personalise it slightly, I know that I took a very shortcut in, in just summarising your illustrious career, Andy. How many FA Cups do you remember playing in, and uh, was yeah. there one that stood out for you?
1: Well, I played in, in in many, many, many FA Cups, and every every year, obviously, I was. It's always a. It 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 was certainly from my era. It was any young man's dream to uh, to play in an FA Cup final, and uh, and I I lost three FA Cup semi-finals, so so I didn't get to play. I, I managed to 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 win two League Cups. I also lost the League Cup final, so I. I've tasted Wembley on the big day, of course, but I never got to do it in an FA Cup final. Um, I lost to Liverpool in my Southampton days. I lost to Liverpool again in my Aston Villa days, and when I was at Norwich, we lost to Everton. That that was actually the same weekend of the uh, of the Hillsborough disaster. We were the other semi final that day, so that oh. one that one kind of just paled into insignificance, really. That that one was one that we all everybody instantly forgot about because of what tragically happened. Uh, in Sheffield that day, but uh, but the other two, of course, yeah, they you know they do hurt. When you get to an FA Cup semi-final and to and to see it slip through your fingers, it's a uh, it's a tough one to uh, it's a tough one to accept. And and at the weekend, Rob, I felt so sorry for the Wolves players because that's a team that I've really enjoyed watching this season. I think they've played some great football under Nuno Espirito Santo, and I think they've been one of the best newly promoted teams to the Premier League that I've seen.
0: Yeah, for many
1: a year, for many a year. But for them to lose that game in that fashion was so dramatic and and really painful. I'm sure.
0: No, I was going to say, sorry, Andy, that you know, especially when you give the two performances that they've had so far this season uh, with Ole Gunnar yeah. Solskjaer when they played against Manchester United on both occasions, Correct. and you just got a sense though that it's a team that has something special to give uh, that could go all the way. Maybe it was the pundits' favourite uh, for a yeah. place in the final.
1: They were certainly my favourite. I thought they'd win that game. And when they were 2-0 up, it was no surprise to me. I actually saw them beat United at Molyneux a few days before, I think last Tuesday. And uh, I was really impressed with their performance then. Um, Nothing, as I said, that I've seen recently from Wolves has made me change my mind. I think they are the best newly promoted team to the Premier League that I've I've seen. In terms of the quality of of their football, the confidence with which they play, the way that they play, entertaining football, everything about them is ticking the right box. And uh, I think it would have been it would have been a real credit to them had they have got to the final. And I think and I think without being disrespectful to Watford in any way, shape or form, I think a Manchester City-Wolves final potentially would have been a very a very exciting one. Um, but it wasn't to be, and we must give Wolves a lot of uh, uh, sorry Watford a lot of credit because to be two down and the clock ticking away and then uh, literally within with seconds left they managed to to get it back to go to extra time and then find the strength to go on and win it that also deserves a uh deserves a lot of credit because that's not easy to do Rob.
0: Yeah without a doubt and, and again Andy I, I watched Manchester City last night as I'm sure the entire world was watching and and yep. maybe it comes with the problem of when you're chasing things like a quadruple how do you shape things up and I just remember this yeah. coming into halftime, and I think right up until the end of the game where they just had two shots on target they were limited yep. you know Tottenham took their chance they got the result that they wanted so it's you know over to them type of scenario they yeah. It's one of those precarious scenarios that you, you, you try and chase, it's all or nothing, or you could end up with absolutely nothing out of the four.
1: Yeah, yep, no, it's very true. I mean look, they uh I think I think the Premier League, I get the feeling that the Premier League's gonna go to the wire. We've got a significant weekend coming up, uh, with City going to Crystal Palace, bounce, having to bounce back from the from the disappointment of last night, Liverpool home to Chelsea. Um, I think that's going to be quite pivotal. But I get the feeling with the Premier League that it's going to go to the wire. Um, with regards to City uh, and this little period that they're having, they've got some really tough games. They go, as I mentioned, Crystal Palace. Then they play Tottenham again in the in the Champions League. Then they play Tottenham again in the league. Then they go to Old Trafford. I mean, they are really, really tough fixtures uh, coming in one after the other. And as you said, uh, Pep is trying to rotate. He is trying to keep everybody, um, everybody ready, and everybody absolutely at in, 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 in the peak of their power, so that when they are called upon, they can produce. But last night, I felt they got a little bit passive, and they got a little bit caught up with with playing a two-legged game rather than just playing just playing the ninety minutes. Uh, and I think and I think they were a little bit. Um, not necessarily afraid of Spurs. I just felt they were a little bit wary of the fact that they didn't need to win last night because it's all about, more often than not, what happens in that second leg. And because of that, they weren't quite as uh, as uh, aggressive with their attacking players as they normally are. They sat back a little bit too much. They allowed Spurs, obviously, to gain the lead. And, uh, and now, all of a sudden, they've got to come back from behind in that one. Not going to be easy. Not going to be easy at all.
0: Now, something crazy though, because we, we move from tactics to pricing of tickets, and it's going to be an expensive trip to Wembley, you know, for the FA yeah. Cup final. What I was looking yep. at early on today, you know, ticket prices were revealed actually today, Andy. Uh, they're going to have to spend something like £145 uh, for the most right. expensive tickets. Just your thoughts overall.
1: Yeah well look listen it's like everything unfortunately, in this day and age whatever whatever you want to do wherever you want to go everything seems to be uh seems to be expensive certainly football isn't getting any cheaper it never get never seems to get any cheaper to uh to go and to go and follow your team and of course don't uh, when you're bearing in mind now travel you bear in mind a bit of entertainment pre gaming whether it be a meal or a day out with your kids and your and your family um and then you go to the match and then the kids want a program and then they want Something to eat and drink at the stadium. Before long, Rob, you've you, you've you know you've spent an awful lot of money, a lot harder money. So it's it's it it doesn't surprise me that they're at that sort of level. I'll be honest, and I also have to be brutally honest. You know, I, I I'm I'm probably the wrong person to ask in terms of ticket pricing because. I'm always working at matches, and of course, I never have to pay to get in. <laughs> yeah, and It's, no, and it's true. It's, it's true, you know. It's, it's, it's like the, the people that really are the ones that, that, that can best answer that, Rob, are the ones that have to put their hand in their pocket every week. I'm very lucky. I often have the best seat in the house, yeah. and it doesn't cost me anything. But I genuinely sympathise with a lot of fans, and I, and I admire them all the more, more, because when football does get as expensive as it's getting, uh, they continue to turn up in such great numbers, and, it's, uh, and I take my hat off to them, you know.
0: No, without a doubt, and and well, it, it is a pity because you really want football. You want that house to be full. Uh, you want the, yeah. the the best vibe to be there. One thing Martin Tyler's always said to me is that uh, he calls the game. He doesn't predict the game. Um, I'm not yeah. going to ask you to predict who's going to yeah. win the final. I might just urge you closer to maybe telling me who you think will lift the trophy.
1: I think that um, I, I I've got to go with City. I've got to go with them. I think that. Um uh, obviously, by by the time the, the FA Cup final comes around, we won't, um, you know, by the time we come around, we'll know a little bit more about whether City are in line for a still in line for a potential quadruple. Will they have won the league, or won't they have won that? Will Liverpool pit them, beat them to it? Um, but if I'm just just with just with what I've seen recently, despite last night City not being at their best, um, I think it would be an incredible feat for Watford to. Uh, to beat City on the day, I really do. I think that um, I think that Guardiola has, has assembled uh, such a such an incredible group of players, such a such a dedicated, focused, and uh, and, and brilliant group of players that I think, uh, even though the FA Cup final, I've been there many times, Rob, and I've seen many shocks and many surprises. When Wigan beat City, you know, a few years ago under Roberto Martinez, no one could see that one coming, but they did it. It happened. Um, I've seen many shocks and I've witnessed a lot of what's gone on there, but it would be right up there with some of the other ones. I think if if Watford were to turn this Manchester City team over, they're so good, so complete, and I think they'll end up lifting the trophy.
0: Still got your seat empty here, Andy. For the next time you're in South Africa, as uh, I uh, mentioned here, I'd yeah? love to
1: love to come in, Rob. I'll come in. I'd love to come in and have a chat with you, mate. It'd
0: be great fun. Great stuff indeed. As always, Andy, thank you so much indeed for taking time and enlightening us about uh, the FA Cup. All the best and look forward to all of your brilliant commentary. Bye-bye, pal. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Andy Townsend, uh, joining us all the way from the UK. Everything to do with the FA Cup.